and welcome to Cargo Facts Connect, the podcast and video series of Cargo Facts, the newsletter of record of the air cargo and freighter aircraft industries for over 40 years. I'm your host, Associate Editor Jeff Lee, and I'm joined today by my colleague, Senior Editor Charles Kaufman. This is the weekly wrap of what's happening in air cargo. Today is Friday, September 4th, 2020. Before we start, I wanted to thank our sponsors, 321 Precision Conversions, AEI, ATSG, C-Cubed Aerospace, IAI, and US Cargo Systems. Now, Charles, something interesting surfaced in the FAA registry this week with Amazon appearing as the registered owner of A767300, um, and that's the first time we've seen that. To better understand this, uh, the potential significance of this, we thought it might be helpful to go back to the beginning. Um, and Charles, Cargofax has been covering Amazon Air for a very long time, relatively. Um, just take us back to 2015. Um, what were the, the first hints at an Amazon Air network? Hey, Jeff. Good afternoon. Yeah, that's a very... Uh, that's a, a good question. Uh, I'm, I'm happy to take a walk back down memory lane and uh, reminisce about the early days of the Amazon Air uh, operation. Um, yeah, you mentioned 2015, and if we go back to the fall of, of 2015, actually, that's where we really started to see rumblings of a, a dedicated operation uh, for Amazon. Um, we saw a couple different things going on, um, you know, out of Wilmington, uh, ATSG affiliates were operating a few 767s, um, you know, at, that um, appeared to be out of character for, uh, you know, for, for the, their typical customers uh, at, at that point in, in time. Um, so, you know, this was in the early fall, September or so of, of 2015, uh, that this this network kind of started. And then it was in uh, in November 2015, um, during an earnings call when when Joe Heady, uh, then CEO, uh, you know, he, he kind of identified this trial and said, uh, you know, that they were, were performing a trial network uh, with, with two 767s. Uh, and it's and the company's sort operation in Wilmington, and of course ATSG's was re referring to um, the the former airborne DHL hub uh, in in uh, in Wilmington. Uh, and at the time, he announced that this trial operation would grow to five aircraft per week, five seven six sevens. Uh, and of course, Cargofax at the time questioned, you know, what, what kind of customer considers five wide-body freighters and a sortation hub a trial? You know, so that that really narrows down the options there, and that's that's kind of when um, when it became clear that you know maybe this is uh, linked to to Amazon. Um, at around the same time, uh, in the northwest western corner of the United States, uh, we saw a smaller express operation uh, utilizing a, a 737 uh, classic freighter um, operated by by northern air cargo and this this freighter was um, operating uh, along routes uh, connecting Seattle um, with destinations in, in California and and Idaho so these were kind of the uh, this was this was the beginning if you will of 
what has become Amazon Air. Right, right. And then what happened to this, uh, to the beginning of this, uh, of this whole operation? What, what came next? Yeah, so uh, things moved very quickly. Um, you know, if, if we look at the fleet today, wow, it's, it's, it's amazing how far it has, has come in uh, just a few short years. Uh, 2015 was not that long ago. Uh, so, you know, th this trial operation kind of uh, came into, into the picture in, in November. Uh, and then by, by December, you know, we were, we were hearing uh, rumblings that Amazon was looking at up to, uh, looking to, to acquire uh, or, or lease um, up to 2767 freighters. Now it was unclear initially if, you know, the, the trial operation was just a uh, kind of a, a test before um, acquiring production freighters from Boeing or, or from another source, or if, uh, if the plan all along was to continue the operation with freighter converted 767. So it was unclear in the beginning how things would shape up, but that's, that's really when we started to hear um, you know, figures of, of 20767s up to 40 uh, over a, a longer period of time. Um, and, and so from that point, we, we, we started to expect, you know, 40, seven, six, uh, an operation that included 40, uh, seven, seven, six, seven freighters. Um, and then, you know, shortly after, um, a few months had passed and in the, um, in, in March, uh, 2016, I remember quite well, uh, ATSG announced that, uh, you know, it would be dry leasing 2767 freighters, all conversions, uh, a mix of uh, 12 767-200s and then eight 767-300s. Um, so dry leasing those to Amazon and then um, its its carriers would, would then um, operate those on a, a CMI basis uh, on behalf of, of Amazon. And then it's, um, it's, it's gateway and, and logistics service provider um, had agreed initially to to operate the uh, the Wilmington sort facility. Um, so this was kind of a, a near-term agreement. Most of these initial agreements had a, a horizon of five to seven years or so. Um, and so that was kind of the, um, that was the first major transition, if you will, from a, um, a trial operation to something more long-term. Uh, and then uh, a very similar deal uh, emerged in May with, with Atlas Air worldwide. Uh, and so again, the, the figure was for 2767s. Uh, these were all 767 300s. Um, ATSG of course had the, the 767 200s um, in its portfolio at, at, at the time. So um, whereas Atlas had to uh, convert a number of, of aircraft and, and, and build its, its portfolio. Um, but yes, the, the deal was for, for 20 um, dry leased and then operated by Atlas Air. Um, right, and when did this whole operation start turning into more of a trial and beginning to resemble um, a full, fully fledged operation? Yeah, so certainly after uh, after those uh, two twenty aircraft deals were 
replaced, that was uh, kind of a sign that uh, Amazon was serious about a, a dedicated operation. Um, but I also remember in the summer of, of 2016, Amazon painted its first uh, 767 in, in primary livery. Um, and, you know, being that the company is based in, in Seattle, um, Cargofax office is, is also uh, located in, in Seattle. Uh, we, we were actually invited out to Lake Washington um, for uh, a special event that Amazon had planned in conjunction with, uh, with what is known in Seattle as a seafair. Um, there's, there's typically an air show and, and hydroplane races and, and whatnot. Uh, the Blue Angels fly over Seattle. And I remember um, being at a, at a dock adjacent to uh, to Lake Washington and and seeing uh, the first seven six seven three hundred um, fly over in, in primary colors, and that was kind of um, that was really symbolic that you know this is this is an operation for for Amazon. Yeah, I mean that must have been quite the sight, and you know what. Would the the industry have been thinking at that time? Yeah, of course. As you can imagine, um, <laughs> much of the, the chatter quickly turned to uh, to Amazon centric uh, discussions. Um, I remember a couple months later at Cargofax Symposium in October 2016, uh, we started to hear rumblings of of a, a fleet of you know 100 aircraft. Which is, which was, you know, at the time, quite. I mean, that that was quite a step forward uh, for for an operation that had gone from you know a few aircraft to to five to twenty uh, to forty and then then one hundred. Uh, but um, you know, not too long after, I think it was in, in early twenty seventeen in, in January or so, um, Amazon came forward with its its plans to. Uh, to build a, a global air hub in uh, in Cincinnati at the well, Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky, uh, in, in Hebron, uh, Kentucky, um, and invest um, uh, an estimated one point five billion dollars. Uh, and looking at the capabilities of of this this proposed facility, it became clear that you know one hundred aircraft um, over time certainly was not out of out of the question. And after that announcement, uh, how soon did commitments for the war aircraft surface? Yeah, that's a good question. So actually, it, it, it took a while. Um, you know, after the, the 40 aircraft agreements, the, those initial agreements uh, were announced uh, 2016, 2017, the, the remainder of the year were, um, were pretty quiet. And even in 2018, it was, uh, you know, uh, Boeing and IAI were working to convert and re-deliver aircraft to, um, to Atlas and ATSG and, and those two companies were working to uh, put the, to ramp up their operation and, and put the aircraft in service uh, for, for Amazon Air. Uh, it wasn't until December, December 2018 or so um, towards the end of the year you know, things were, were starting to slow down for the uh, the holiday season or so we thought uh, and then ATSG uh, announced that it had secured rights to acquire uh, 27 ers that uh, 
that were slated to come out of the American Air Fleet uh, over the next few years. Uh, so I think this happened on a, on a Thursday, and then the next day uh, there was an agreement for between Amazon and ATSG uh, to lease uh, and for the operation of, of 10 additional 767-300s. So the, the, the original deal expanded from 40 uh, to 50. Right. And then, of course, they took the next step um, with the, the order for the narrow-body freighters, right? Yeah. Um, and that, that happened rather, rather quickly as well. Um, you know, Boeing had, had begun to, to work out the kinks in its 737-800 uh, BCF conversion program and, and re-delivered a couple of aircraft to Europe. The program was certified and, and whatnot. Um, all of their conversions uh, were performed in, uh, in China. And in March 2019, uh, we first caught a glimpse of a 737-800 BCF that had been converted at the Stakeo facility in Jinan and was uh, displaying a, a, a new primary livery, um, slightly different from what we had seen on the 767s. Um, so this was this was in, in mid-March or so, and then uh, not too long afterwards, um, it, it was announced that uh, Atlas Air affiliate Southern Air um, had an agreement with Amazon to uh, to lease five 737-800 BCFs, and there was also an option for up to 15 more uh, by May 2021 at Amazon's discretion. And I, yeah, I remember they, they showed that aircraft off at the Paris air show, didn't they? Yeah, that's um, right. But of course, this, um, this deal with the 737s wasn't um, a full replica of the 767 deals that they had done. Yeah, no, that's, that's right. So, um, you know, the 767s were... Um, you know, that, that was a kind of a two-party agreement. Um, the, the aircraft were, were leased, were dry leased, and then uh, there were separate agreements to, to operate the aircraft by affiliates of, of ATSG and, and Atlas, whereas the 737s are actually dry leased from, from GCAS, and then they're, um, they're handed back to other operators that are, that are not affiliated with uh, with GCAS for CMI operations, so it's uh, it's it's different in the sense that um, you know it's not those leases and and operational agreements are not tied together. Yeah, but the uh, there was one thing that was similar, um, in that they chose a second operator for those aircraft. Yeah. Um, so it happened a few months later, and it kind of came as as a surprise, uh, if I'm honest. But um, there there was, um, yeah, an agreement with Sun Country Airlines, a Minneapolis-based low-cost carrier. Uh, they operate, um, you know, a large fleet of 737-800 passenger aircraft. So, um, you know, the the crew, the Sun Country crew, is already familiar with the, the type. Um, but there was there was an agreement to uh, to uh, operate ten of those converted freighters on a on a CMI basis for for Amazon. 
So it was, it was a departure from uh, its existing mix of CMI operators. And then also, um, you know, kind of the first example of Amazon creating its own CMI partner, um, creating a, a CMI operator. I don't, you know, I, I'm not sure that uh, Sun Country had, had seen themselves as, as being able to provide this service, but uh, it seems to be a case of Amazon identifying that capability in um, five, uh, a number of 737-800s are, are currently being operated for Amazon. And the timing for that was rather fortunate for them too, because um, the, this deal with Amazon basically kept their, many of their pilots flying. And I think Amazon kind of sped up the, the placement of these uh, 737s with Sun Country. Yeah, that, that was interesting how, uh, how the, the timing worked out there. So, I mean, where does that leave us now with uh, the, the Amazon Air Fleet? Yeah, so if we look at developments since, uh, since the, 20, the December 2019 agreement with Sun Country Airlines, uh, we have seen one additional incremental uh, agreement for, for 767-300s um, that was signed with ATSG in, in June of, of this year. Um, and that, that deal encompassed 12 uh, additional um, freighter converted 767-300s. Um, which, you know, will, similar to the existing agreements, will be uh, dry leased uh, to Amazon and then leased by ATSG affiliate carriers. And then as part of this deal, we also saw the extension of, um, of some of the early agreements between ATSG and, and Amazon, particularly for the, uh, the 767-200s, uh, which um, had been nearing uh, expiration um, so that's that's no longer uh, the case. Um, those leases are now set to expire in, in 2023. Uh, there's there's also an option to uh, to extend those those beyond 2023. So uh, that may not be the end of 767-200 operations for uh, for Amazon. Uh, we'll see. You know, looking at uh, the the big picture as a whole, uh, it's it's somewhat murky because there are um, you know publicly announced options and then um, and, and commitments. And then there are also, you know, a number of, of agreements that, that may be happening uh, behind the scenes. Um, so we can start with what we do know. Um, you know, and if, if we look at ATSG, we're looking at 42 767s um, in service for Amazon by the end of next year, um, dry leased and operated. Uh, Atlas, um, Atlas Air, um, you know, leases 19767-300s and will we'll continue to do so. Um, you know, much of the growth in, in recent months uh, and this year really has, has focused on the, the narrow body uh, in-service fleet. And if we look at the, the agreement as it stands now between GCAS and Amazon, it's only for 20 737-800s. Um, so that's, that's their their commitment. Uh, and if we look at uh, CMI uh, um, commitments as it stands now, you know, there are the 10 units that will be placed with Sun Country and then five uh, with, with Southern. Um, and then Southern has options for 15 additional units. So um, 
CMI op options currently um, are uh, are larger than uh, the um, the number of aircraft that Amazon has publicly dry leased. So uh, during its uh, second quarter earnings, um, or concurrently with those, Atlas announced that it would be placing a few more 737s um, in service with uh, with Southern Air for uh, for Amazon. They didn't really define the figure, um, but we've we've already identified uh, three of those units, and we we expect you know at least five. You know, so that would that would account for the twenty units that Amazon has um, has already leased from GCAS. And then that leaves Amazon with with five outstanding options that could be uh, exercised uh, to place seven three seven eight hundreds uh, in service with with Southern Air by the end of May twenty twenty one. Of course, that would hinge on an additional agreement with with GCAS or or another lessor. Um, you know, and and if you look at GCAS's order book for seven three seven eight hundred conversions. You know they're they're at sixty sixty firm orders and and they have commitments beyond that so uh, it's it's definitely uh, in the cards um, you know to see an additional agreement between the two or or perhaps uh, between Amazon and another lessor. Uh, so where does that that put us? Um, you know we're we're at eighty six by the end of eighty six units in the fleet by next year. Um, you know that's potentially jumps to twenty one if. Um, if five additional seven or seven eight hundreds are acquired and, and placed with Southern, um, you know, so that's that's kind of what we know, what's on the record today. And then, you know, as you mentioned during the beginning of, of this episode, there is the uh, the unit that Amazon registered um, earlier this week, uh, and so that is not included in the total. Uh, and we, you know, we we don't have a clear picture of uh, what the plans are for this aircraft. Or if there are other aircraft in, included, but um, you know that that could could steer the fleet fleet, fleet growth um, moving forward. So uh, definitely an exciting time uh, for the, uh, the conversion space, and um, you know certainly uh, during the uh, the crisis, we're seeing e-commerce uh, continue to surge and, and um, really uh, stay relevant. Yeah, I mean, I think the one thing we can safely say is that we will continue to see the, the Amazon Air fleet grow, right? Which is always interesting and fascinating to follow. Um, and yes, we will definitely be keeping a close eye on that 767 that they apparently just acquired. Um, that's all we have time for today. Thank you everyone for joining us. For the latest developments with all things, all things freighters and conversions, check out cargopacks.com.